Hello, this is Discover, and we take customer service very seriously. We know that if you have a question or concern about your credit card, that's a serious matter, and you need to talk to a real person about it. So we offer around-the-clock access to seriously talented representatives in the USA. Again, it's a serious endeavor. The only funny thing about it is Bob. If you call us and Bob answers, you're in for a treat. Get 100% U.S.-based customer service and talk to a real person day or night. Discover exceptionally common sense. Every year, compliance regulations change thousands of times. And every year, ADP makes thousands of seamless platform updates so businesses can focus on everything else, like running their business. Grow stronger with ADP. HR, talent, time, and payroll. That's some good shit, and I like to listen to that. I shall give you the certificate of intact hymen. I'm team blow dryer, your genitals. Yo, yo, bitch, I don't want pancakes this morning. Hello and welcome. We are back. It is the Baller Lifestyle Podcast from theballerlifestyle.com. I am once again your host, Brian Beckner. Stoked you are here. Stoked you are joining us for episode 93 of the program, Inching Towards 100. Um, As always, I give you the ways you can get in contact with us, become a part of the show. The email address, mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com. I also ask that you go to Facebook, you search the Baller Lifestyle Podcast on Facebook, and you like our page there. A lot of things, a lot of questions get answered there on Facebook. And if you're an iTunes person, even if you're not, go there and subscribe. Go to iTunes, subscribe to the Baller Lifestyle Podcast, leave a review, even if it's negative. There's, there are no negative reviews. There's many, many very, very positive five-star reviews on iTunes, and I appreciate every single one of you that left one. So if you're an iTunes subscriber, please do that. That helps. Um, Joining me now, as always, our very own co-host of the show, Ed Daly. Ed, how you doing? Hey, I, uh, I enjoyed uh, doing last week's show, the the back to the future show, but I even enjoyed uh, somebody defended Johnny Depp. I guess we were we were make, doing our making fun of Johnny Depp. Yeah, yeah. remind somebody, me what that was. Yeah, I just remember somebody like make 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 as much fun of Johnny Depp as you want, but he's the one banging Amber Heard. Right. Like, one, right. you're you're not getting a piece of that. Of so course. what? Yeah. Why, why do you care? And like, what what does that have to do with anything? Uh, yeah, I mean, this it has nothing to do with anything. I mean, Johnny Depp has. One thing he's that that you can't take away from him is the guy has gotten a lot of pussy over the years. Like, good for him. He's a movie star. Right. He's still make him any less of a dude. Blowhard. Blowhard. Yes. Doesn't agreed. Right. Also, right. he's going to need. He's doesn't, doesn't make, make his, his crooked, crooked straight. straight. He's he's clearly losing his looks. Johnny Depp. He's getting very pasty. He's looking weathered. I mean, the guy's in his fifties now. He needs to hold on to that Amber Heard because eventually. Pretty soon he's going to be 60 and he'll be 60 and she'll still be in her thirties. And that's not going to work. That's not, that's not going to function forever. So hopefully he, uh, Hey, listen, tweeter guy that tweet Johnny Depp fan. I, I wish that was, his, I hope that was his handle. Johnny Depp fan. Uh, I hope he hangs on to Amber Heard. Although Amber Heard is, she's such a beauty. 
that I couldn't pick her out of a lineup. Like, I don't know who the fuck she is. Like, I, yeah, she's, I, some, she's I assume some she's an or actress or is she a model? She's both, I, mean, I, I think. I, I assume she's good looking, but I really know nothing about her. Same. Same here, dude. Uh, okay, Ed, let's get into it. We have a lot going on. Yeah. Any, anything else you need? Any other housekeeping you need to do? No. Okay. No, I'm just excited that uh, the soccer season is coming to a close in a couple weeks. I'm coaching I'm coaching two different teams and it's 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 just enough. Enough. It, it's it's just a few parents really spoil everything. I've been there. Well, you know the worst part of it was when I used to coach, the worst part of it was there'd be like, "Hey, we got to get together for pizza and how about on Wednesday night after practice we all go for frozen yogurt." And it's like, "Wait. Like, like the the practices in the game, that that is the thing. I don't need more things on top of the thing." I'm not looking for for friends. No. I we're, I'm all maxed out. Just I need nothing else. Just because we both happen to have children around the same time doesn't mean we need to be buddies. No, certainly not. But it's I, I, the five year old soccer. They're just kind of clueless, and it's it's fun. I, I mean, I like seeing it. The, the kids, kids are you know just, just trying to figure out the game. game. By, By seven, like some, some of the kids, kids are way intense, intense, and those parents are super intense. And like one guy's shouting plays over my shoulder because his son is on a travel team and he wants. It's like, well, why didn't you coach, asshole? Yeah. yeah and exactly. some some of these kids are just like playing once a week and not thinking about soccer. Yeah, that. that's fine. There's always that one kid that kind of excels and he's on multiple teams because his dad's real into it. Fuck that guy. Right. Yeah, that's that's what's killing killing it. I, I mean, the kids who are innocent enough, like I, I'm fine coaching them because they just they're just trying to have fun for an hour a week. Totally concur, Ed. Uh, okay, let's get into uh, this. We have we have voicemail. People have reached out. There's been a lot. So last week we did the Future Day show where I thought that was a great show. We had our very own um, special guest that joins us from time to time, Jason Stewart, when we talk about movies, when we do off-the-board stuff. We like to have him in because he brings a different perspective. He brought it. He definitely yeah, he did. He, he brought a little bit of weirdness, a little bit of uh, dryness. <laughs> just just the way he is is just fantastic. I love having him as a guest. So if you haven't checked that out, we did it. It's a little bit of a different show, but it was really really good. And I, if I do say so myself. So if you haven't checked it out, if you're waiting to check it out, go check out episode ninety two, the the Future Day podcast. Um, and so we have a lot of feedback on that. Uh, let's get into some voicemails. Hold on, let me find them. The first is from one uh, from someone I believe is a newcomer to the show, DT in Houston. Let's see what DT in Houston has to say. Ed. Brian, Ed, Fancy, DT in Houston. Just finished the latest episode. Piggybacking on Mark the Nomads grocery store shaming. I don't live in the affluent area where there's a Whole Foods. I live at the other end of the spectrum where there's a bunch of poor people who don't know math. These are the assholes I can't stand. The ones who fill up two shopping carts, go to checkout, knowing that their Lone Star card, their food stamp card, only has $100 on it. And the poor cashier has to sit there and remove one item at a time until they can afford what they want. 
these are the assholes I want to shave. I got to agree with. I, I like that. She said we get a lot of people telling us that they live in a rich area and that they're this is. I live in an yeah. affluent community, and you know they wanted to let you know that they're balling out. DT in Houston just says the opposite. He's I, I live around a bunch of poor assholes that don't know math. Yeah, I've, I like that because it brings down our average. We're 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 supposed to be men of the people. That's it seems right. like we're just men of bragging rich fucks. That's right. That's exactly right. Uh, um, yeah. I also like that I've learned what a, that there's a Lone Star card. That yeah, I love cool. that. Like, I don't know. Is, is that like a nickname? Is that the actual name for what it's called? Either way. Wow. It's got to be the actual name. Te- Texans love they do. their Lone well, Star references. They, they love being from Texas. They do. Um, but I actually kind of know this situation because a few weeks ago I went to Target and somebody was doing that move. They had some sort of food stamp or you know wick women and infant children one of those like you know certificates that was get helping them pay for stuff and it just everything grinded to a halt when everybody was trying to figure out what how much this is worth and how much they they actually have covered out of their bill and it takes forever it is it is annoying and also another thing about target is there are like 400 registers and only like two or three are open at any given time i do like his uh his uh, description of, of poor people who don't know math. Yes, I love DT in Houston. <laughs> Great call, DT. We appreciate yeah. it. Here's another one from another one of our favorites who needs some who needs some clarification. This is our, our boy Kyle in Wisconsin. Let's see what Wisconsin. Yeah, let's see what Kyle has to say. Hey Brian, Kyle in Wisconsin again. Um, hey, I've been listening. Or I just was listening to your uh, Friday fastest ski ride and. Uh, I got to thinking, you need to make a link from your fucking, uh, website, Baller Lifestyle website to your, uh, um, Friday Facts link, or Friday Facts with T-Rod, because that's some good shit, and I like to listen to that. Uh, I only found the Baller Lifestyle because I found you on, uh, T-Rod on a local radio station. Here in uh, Scani, so uh, yeah, that's my idea. So, so uh, Kyle, I'll have what he's having. Kyle in Wisconsin, two for two. This guy does n- never disappoints. Uh, no, excellent I can, call. As always. I can listen to, I can listen to anything, and we pretty much got anything there. Great accent. He, apparently, he's back on the PBRs, which is fantastic. I'm, I'm just happy to know that I'm on the radio in Scani. Scanny. He heard, he heard me on the radio on a local radio show in Scanny. Um, Kyle, I do. That's true. Every so every week when I appear on Travis Rogers' radio show on Yahoo Sports Radio, I um, they they podcast my segment of the show, and I typically do share that. I share it on our show's Facebook page. This is why I I command that you guys get on our Facebook page and, and like our Facebook page because it's not just the show that's there. It's other things. It's blog posts we do. It's radio appearances that we do. So um, Baller Lifestyle Podcast on Facebook. You can hear me. You can hear my radio segments every week there. But you know what I will do? I will post them. Uh, I should probably be doing this anyway. I'll post them to the website and then I'll link from the Facebook page to the website so you can see them there. So um, yeah, we'll, we'll do that for you, Kyle. And again, Let's know what's going on with the girlfriend. We had, you had some issues there before. 
Uh, yeah, please call. I want more updates about anything. Yeah, really. Like, I'm I'm interested in what's going on in Scanny. Scanny. Yeah, he's awesome. Okay, Ed. We also have a bunch of emails. People want to talk about all sorts of different things, including last week's show. Let's get into it. You ready? Yeah, yeah let's do it. Okay, good. Uh, guys, excellent. Back to the future show last week. Although the omission of fancy sauce was a negative, I'm guessing the Aussies don't understand the movie because, the, like the rotation of water in a toilet, time somehow works differently down under. So she did not have anything to add to the show other than confusion. You know that, you know that, um, that water circling the other direction counterclockwise in an Australian yeah. toilet. Yeah. That's actually a wives tale. It's actually a myth. Just- you know, the one time I went to Australia, somebody mentioned like before I left, like, Oh, check the toilets. Yeah. A- and I, I was thinking about like, Oh, I should check that out. And then I went on my trip. And when I returned, yeah. I forgot, forgot to check. And it's one of those things where you're like, what, 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 and who, who gives a shit? I mean, it was funny on the Simpsons, but what like, way does the toilet water go? Anyway? I have no idea. I think clockwise. But I don't know. And I would always make a joke about the horses running the opposite direction <laughs> in in Australia. And then my buddy, who who used to be a bookie in Australia, uh, alerted me. He's like, actually, that's only like in Victoria. That just all the rest of the horse tracks they run the right direction. <laughs> just in, there's just one spot where for some reason they run the other way. So I don't know if it's Victoria. It's somewhere Melbourne, maybe. Uh, to continue, we digress. It occurred to me that if TV timing had been slightly different, this movie could have gone terribly sideways. As we all know, MJ Fox almost didn't make the movie because of a, his commitment to family ties. So the producers were looking for a replacement to star in the movie. We covered this. If Growing Pains had been on the air a few years earlier, I oh. can virtually guarantee that Kirk Cameron would have been the lead choice to replace MJF. And can you imagine how much more insufferable K. Cameron would have been today if he had a blockbuster movie franchise under his belt in addition to Growing Pains? Not to mention how much worse the movies would have been if acted with a holier-than-thou smugness that Kirk Cameron would have brought to the screen. It should go without saying that everybody can agree that Kirk Cameron is a terrible person in addition to being a complete dumbass. Okay. <laughs> as a side note, I will say that although she got the same loony religious thing as her brother, her sister Candace Cameron has turned out really well in the looks department for somebody her age. That's from the other Ryan and Houston. I will say this. I think that Candace Cameron is on the view and she is not bad looking. I would, I would have to agree with that. I, I haven't seen her for years, but I think – didn't, didn't she marry, like, one or two hockey players? Yeah, Valerie Beret, I believe. Is yeah. The, was that the Russian Rocket or was that McGillney? No, that's Pavel. McGilney. That's Pavel. Oh, yeah, Russian Rocket is McGillney. And then there's a more famous Beret, Pavel Beret. Yeah. She married the less famous Beret. But anyway, hockey, hockey players are getting good chicks, I would imagine. Yeah. Like – I'm sure she's good looking, but but he, he's he's right. Only if, to soccer players and race car drivers in the poon department. Uh, Kirk Cameron, players. yeah, Kirk Cameron. Luckily, had no success outside of Growing Pains. That would have been rough if he had a major movie under his belt. Well, you know that today, much like Crispin Glover, he would be he would going be going on a yearly anti Back to the Future screed 
because of his portrayal and the anti-Christian themes behind the scenes. But wasn't Cameron one of those doomsday guys? Didn't he? I, mean, I know he has very hard stances on homosexuality and stuff, but I think he was also one of those doomsday guys. I don't know about Doomsday, but what he did do is there's this series of books, bestsellers called, hold on, it's going to come to me, Left Behind, the Left Behind series. And it's all about how one day when all the glorious, righteous Kirk Camerons of the world disappear and get raptured to heaven, it's Mm. all about who's left behind the shitty dregs of society like me and you that didn't have Jesus in our heart. Uh, yeah, that's, that's his it, deal. Also, he we, we didn't have we, we don't have one ten, one tenth of the hate in that guy's heart. But yeah, he's one of the good ones. Yeah, exactly. that's exactly he's right. he's so full of hate. Um, I saw him once at an airport. Very always shocking when you see somebody and realize like the, all these actor types very slight. He seems like he he would have a very slight build. Yeah, like not not like super short. Probably like. Maybe five nine, but but narrow, right? Very narrow, like one hundred and forty pounds, probably. Very slight, great hair though. Uh, okay, so, another email. Uh, Baller lifestyle crew. I thoroughly enjoyed the future day episode. Solid observations all around. However, all missed one important detail. At the end of the first movie, Doc Brown tells Marty and Jennifer to accompany him to the future to help their future kids. Marty and Jennifer are seventeen or eighteen. They probably haven't had many sexual partners. I would suggest that the trip to the lake was going to be each other's first time. I understand that Claudia Wells morphs into Elizabeth Shue, but damn, one woman for the rest of your life decided at that age? Is the Schuster's lady bits that good? Was there an arranged marriage decree in Hill Valley that I overlooked? Please discuss. Trav and the Braz, this is an, actually an excellent point and something I'm shocked that we missed. Ed, what are your thoughts on that? Are, are we to assume that Marty and, and Jennifer have only sexed each other for their whole lives? Well, I mean, high school sweethearts, although more rare than it used to be, it still can be a thing. So I, I imagine a lot of these situations, you go away f- to college right. and then you, you know you, you explore a little bit, and but then you, you go back to... I mean, right. but for that matter... I've been with I've been with the same girl since I was twenty, so I, yeah. I'm not that much different there. But I, we, I don't know; it kind of snuck up on me. But we know you banged her roommate. We've already made clear that you also you when sexed, I was twenty, you sexed your wife's roommate. So we know you had at least two sexual partners in your life. So you're doing better than Marty McFly at this point. Uh, okay, here's another plus. There was that potential go like you could have eventually you're going to cash in one of these free tickets michelle keeps giving you so you're going to get one of these right, amsterdam right workers true tie true so true <laughs> you're fine you're in good shape I'm, I'm bad with the communication with the hookers though I understand understand i i feel like i would be bad at it too so i understand uh, okay here's another one please have a dump button for whenever jason is on again so that we can never hear quote Finger bang again. <laughs> it is really awful. It is just the it's, worst. It's so violent sounding and well, really gross. It used, I mean, I'll admit that when I was like 14, it was the preferred nomenclature. These yeah. days, <laughs> these days, I just, I don't feel that it's used anymore and with good reason. Like, <laughs> no, 
There's there's a reason where people aren't using finger bang anymore, except for Jason Stewart, who manages to wedge in that or some something else very uncomfortable during every Even appearance. Even in a wholesome movie like Back to the Future, yes. it found its way in there. Yes. Awful, but uh, he, he's welcome on the show anytime. We love it when he does that. Yeah. That's from our boy Paul, who, who finishes with hashtag team current episode, but Back to the Future is overrated. Oh, those, whoa. Those, those are fighting words for Ed Daly. Yeah, I don't, um, I don't like that sentiment. An, another email. As an alumnus of the University of Texas, I occasionally make my way to the official game watch location for football on Saturdays. I mean, I already have a problem with that. Why? Why is there going to be an official place, official bar to go watch the game? Just go watch oh, it at any bar. I thought he was talking about going to the stadium. No, I'm, I think he's saying, uh, well, I've read this already, so I know. Oh, uh, okay. it, it also happens to be a bar that hosts a club sand volleyball league. Another issue. Well, even if it is the official game watch location, why are you going to a bar that has sand volleyball courts? Yeah, is this is he in Cabo San Lucas? Yeah, are you are you at Senior Frogs? <laughs> While I really have no issue with people wanting to hang out and play some volleyball, I do. I did take particular issue with one team. After a match, they came and sat next to me. Then one of them busted out a Bluetooth speaker and started playing loud techno music. I expected his friends slash teammates to immediately ask him what the fuck he thought he was doing, breaking out a personal Bluetooth speaker at a bar, but they were all on board. They were dancing and asking him to turn it up. These people are the absolute worst, right? They deserve all the shaming, right? That's from Ryan De La Rosa. Yeah, but how, how does he not get those people kicked out? I mean, I mean you're not allowed to just play your own music maybe at that's a bar. allowed at the, at the official location. Maybe they're, maybe they're friends of the bartender. You know what you're supposed to do is go to a real bar. That's right. Real bars would have bouncers that would take them right the fuck out. Real bars have a fucking jukebox. They're dark. The or if it's a sports bar, you want to watch a yeah, the Texas football game, up. they'll turn up the game. Whatever they're they're the not going to stand for techno. No. Somebody's getting bounced. That's right. I, I absolutely – yes, these people do deserve all the shame. But, Ryan, you deserve a little bit of shame, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, you do. There's – uh, I assume you live in Texas. And, I mean, uh, yeah, if he's in Austin, yeah. that that town is fantastic. Or, I mean, or well, anywhere in Texas. I mean, Texas is the team. The University of Texas, the Longhorns, is the team in Texas. So I imagine there's other bars right. that have the game on. I know you're an alum, but get your get your other alum buddies to go to a different bar where they're not playing sand volleyball. Yeah, <laughs> lose the senior frogs. And yeah. go to a, a man's bar. Get out of who songs. I mean, there's 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 plenty of shame to go around here, Ryan. Uh, okay, Ed, it is time. We're, it's, we we've got all caught up on all of our correspondence. That's what we ask people to to, to do. Reach out, mailbag at theballerlifestyle dot com, or call us nine four nine four six four TBLS. Leave us a message. We are happy to converse with you. We enjoy it. But what we do on the show is we talk sports. Ed, what is going on in the world of sports? Author of the book with the douchiest title of all time, Success is a Choice, and also basketball coach, Rick Pitino is under fire after five former Louisville players and recruits told ESPN reporters that former assistant coach Andre McGee paid strippers to campus uh, to, to attend campus dorm parties from 2010 to 2014. Some strippers were paid extra to have sex with the players. 
The story came out after a former escort, Katrina Powell, released a book describing the stripper sex parties. She said McGee paid her ten grand to provide the entertainment. Sometimes that entertainment involved her daughter, Rodney Powell, Rodney? which is which is spelled Rod Space N I Powell. What? Uh, and her daughter was paid $100 to have sex with guard Russ Smith, who was pretty awesome. He's like the J.R. Smith of college a few years ago. Um, when Powell asked McGee if Patino knew, his quote was, he's Rick. He knows about everything. How did Slick Rick respond? I'm shocked over this, Patino said. My heart is just taken out of my body and broken. Brian, on a scale of 1 to 10, how surprised are you that the man who was once caught having sex with his assistant's wife in a local Italian restaurant is now accused of operating outside the rules? Two schools of thought here, Ed. Yeah. One, I just assume this went on in every college program. It probably does. Yeah. Two, I'm, I'm having a hard time with this because this just does not seem like the Rick Patino I know. <laughs> this is not the same Rick Patino that impregnated a woman on a restaurant table and then told his strength coach to deal with her when she needed to abort the fetus that that staunchly Catholic Patino deposited inside of her. No way. I also, Ed, I also love that college basketball is so hopelessly corrupt that this isn't even a big deal. People are like, is it March already? Why are people talking about Patino? Do I need to get my bets down? Oh, it's only October and who cares? Stop bothering me with this. College basketball is the best. I love it. I like, um, I like it too, but it just so it's like everybody knows. Like, um, who's John Calipari is like he's got World Wide West, just telling players where they're going to go. Hey, you're going to right, Kentucky. Here's here's your money. Shoe, shoe boxes full of money. Yeah, it's just it's just so just just openly overtly corrupt that it just doesn't even matter. Yeah, of course they're getting hookers. Like it's there's a lot of competition to get good players, and if you're not bringing hookers then you're not in the game. I've seen blue chips. Yeah, I'm conflicted with this one also because, you know, part of me just hates that, you know, people don't know how to have a good time. Like, the women were getting paid, the recruits were getting uh, something they definitely weren't getting in high school, and Louisville was getting wins. So everybody was winning, but, like, it just wasn't enough. Somebody needed to get paid a little more, and then this story leaks. But at the same time, I I am really happy with, with the outrage because it might leave uh, Patino in, in a, a bad situation where he has to resign or he gets fired. I mean, you'd think, but I, I just don't think, I think he's going to be like, what? I didn't know anything about it. And, and no one, and he's so revered in Kentucky and at Louisville. I mean, they, they hired Bobby Petrino. Like, yeah, that's don't, true. They don't give a fuck. They don't. And yeah, it's Kentucky, in the state of Kentucky, basketball, like, Patino is a god or a villain for half the state, but yeah, they're gonna they're gonna defend him. Uh, but he did have one assistant coach staunchly defend him, and that would be Richard Patino, his son, who is one of the assistants at the same time. Oh, I love and is, that, and is now the uh, Minnesota head coach. He's like, I I know for a fact that you know my dad did not know about this yeah. no you don't no you, no, you don't you of course he knew about it okay ed what else is going on in the world of sports what do we need to know about well as you know your home state is going through a terrible drought and uh this has led to a lot of restrictions including in the bay area uh residents are only allowed to water their lawn twice a week and not between 9 a.m and 6 p.m 
And also, there's no washing down of driveways, which, is that a thing? People wash down driveways? It was in the 70s and 80s. Okay. Everybody, when you, if you grew up in the 70s and 80s, your fucking dad went out to that driveway and he hosed <laughs> that fucker down, and it, it, there was never uh, like what leaves. I mean, what what? Leaves, or is it just cigarette butts? Leaves is that- and dirt. Yeah, whatever. Like like he was out there in his short ass shorts and his pulled up socks and his fucking New Balance or whatever he was wearing at the time. And just he was, hosing. He was hosing that fucking drive. Travis Rogers told me that the house he grew up in was like a ranch house with like a quarter mile driveway and he said he said his dad every saturday was out there hosing that fucking thing down yeah we're we were driveway hosers back in the day uh the restaurants can only serve water to customers if if they're requesting it uh but the san jose mercury news did some digging and found that out of the 1.3 million east bay water consumers there is one that is especially horrible and that would be mr moneyball himself billy bean crazy uh, they reported that this summer, Bean used 5,996 gallons of water per day, well over the 1,000-gallon uh, limit, and more than 24 times the district average. Uh, for going over the limit, Bean was hit with the scorching $10 a day fine. When pressed for an answer, Bean weakly replied that he has a large landscape yard and, quote, I certainly pay for it. Brian, my question for you is simple. Where are you going to move in a few years when your state turns into Thunderdome? I know. That's coming. It's coming. That's coming. They, they said that when South Carolina got the flooding, they said they got enough rain in those five days that would have solved all of California's drought yeah, problem. Of course. And they're like, um, so we're supposed to have an El Nino this year, which is like a weather, weather pattern yeah. Where, yeah. where it rains and snows a lot in the winter. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, but we don't have the means to like collect all all the rainwater that's gonna fall. <laughs> so it's gonna rain a lot, but it's all just gonna run off into the ocean anyway. So it's Jeez. really not gonna do any good. <laughs> We're fucked. Uh, Ed, this does not seem very Billy Beanish to me. You'd figure he of all people would have like reams of printouts on how cacti are really the undervalued yard players since they produce tons of compliments at garden parties stone, stone gardens yes yeah and they don't use up any of your water resources and surely he recognizes that he could plug ice plant into the middle of his yard lineup and see tremendous greenery there instead of a high cost <laughs> low output lawn player like fescue or dichondra like he needs to get jonah hill out there to, to I, run some run some uh, algorithms on his yard work and figure out what the best route to go is to save some water. Like, what a douche. I, I liked the book when I read it 10 years ago. I thought it was just an interesting take, or 15 years ago. But when the movie came out, I, I saw it on a plane, and like maybe five minutes in, I was like, this, unless they're dramatically changing it, I'm not sticking with this movie. And it got great reviews, but like, who cares about watching people on the phone all all, all all the movie? It was just a lot of phone calls. <laughs> it was it was okay. I did Philip Seymour Hoffman played Art Howe. That's pretty funny. And it was pretty good how like the manager thinks he's real important. And, and, and he's just neutered. Yeah, and Billy Bean's like, look, dude, just go with uh Chad Put on Brad- your uniform. Chad Bradford comes in in the seventh. And in the eighth, bring in whoever we got. And then if we got the fucking lead, bring in the closer. Like, just don't deviate from that. Just do, do it how I say, you know, that so-and-so uh, against left-handers. Just do it. Just shut up and do it. And I love that that was, once again, the example of a guy's ego. He couldn't 
I mean, he he was onto something, and he had to give um, what's his name, Michael uh, Lewis, full access so he could just brag to the world his strategy, and then like. 11 teams quickly copied it and that turned into the Red Sox World Series win. Right. And now like, yeah, and the Red Sox tried to hire him and he said no and now you have the Royals in the World Series who are pretty pretty much a moneyball team. Yeah, now it's just baseball. Now it's not. And 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 the A's suck. Yeah, and the A's are terrible. And the, and they sold Josh John. Well, they sold high on Josh John. That's what they do. They go, "Hey, we're not going to win a World Series in the next 3 years." And this guy's 30. They traded I mean, they've yeah, but they didn't get shit back. Well, what, you what never know. I mean, they may have. No, remember last year they went for it. Oh, that's and they right. and they sucked. Yeah, yeah, they, they oh, went they for gave, it. They, they went for it and like collapsed down the stretch. And this year they were awful. They gave they gave everybody up for Samarja and Cespedes. Or no, yep. they yes, Cespedes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Uh, okay, what else is going on, Ed? Let's talk sports. All right. From the moment he was drafted in 2014, Philadelphia 76ers forward Joel Embiid has battled the team's training staff over his diet and conditioning. The situation got so bad that staffers were, were tasked with stocking his hotel residence fridge with healthy food. When they returned to restock it a week later, most of the stuff was uneaten and unopened. When they asked to see his room service bill, most of the time it was junk food, and every time his signature beverage was, was on the bill. Pictures of Shirley Temples. Brian, why was it not bigger news last year that the Sixers drafted a seven-year-old girl? I had to do some of my own anecdotal research on this because I was like, there's no way in hell one man is able to drink an entire pitcher of Shirley Temple. So sweet. So sweet. So I, I, I did. You're exactly right. With the seven-year-old girl thing. I went out to dinner the other night. It was just me and my daughter. And she's like, Dad, can I get a Shirley Temple? And I said, go for it. Get a Shirley Temple. And then (laughs) I did some anecdotal research of my own, Ed. And And I took a sip. I said, hey, let me get a sip of that. I took a sip of that Shirley Temple. You (laughs) want my results, Ed? I'd like to know. So damn sweet. So sweet. I, I couldn't even imagine have having having had a second sip of that wretched liquid. And this guy's pounding them by the pitcher. Uh, I mean, even if he is seven feet or six ten, like that's still way too much. Shirley Temple. It's way too. It's like you hear like Andre the Giant used to drink like a hundred and thirty beers at a sitting. And not even be right. drunk. Well, he was fucking huge. But I guarantee you, Andre the Giant was not drinking Shirley Temples by the pitcher. He'd be like, uh, too, it, it's too <laughs> sweet. That's my Andre the Giant. <laughs> Very, it was solid. Solid. It does, this it, Bigger picture, though, Ed. It does sort of make you feel sorry for these gen- general managers, though, because they're essentially like selecting children with very little life experience and then giving them millions of dollars and just praying that they immediately become adults. That, that's true. He And I re- remember reading a feature on this guy because he was really good. Yeah. And, went to Kansas. Um, went to Kansas, but, you know, from Africa, went to Canton, maybe he did like a year or two at a prep school. But like he, he really was not – very knowledgeable about the world. And all of a sudden he's thrust into this, you know, superstar role. He gets drafted real high, but like, yeah, he's a child. He really has had no seasoning, but the Sixers deserve this because they drafted him because he had a broken foot or whatever he had, whatever issue he had. And they're like, well, 
this will help us tank for another year. And then when he's healthy, everybody will be healthy. Like they've been tanking for like seven years and their fans are like, all right, we're, we're in it for next year. Yeah. And they keep drafting big men every year. They, they have the top draft picks. So they yeah. get all the big men. They have Embiid mm. and remember Nerlens no. Noel. They still have him. That guy's a sweet haircut. And Oka, Jim Okafor. Yeah. Jaleel Okafor. Jaleel. But, but, but Nerlens Noel has the kid and play high yeah. top fade. He does. It's pretty sweet. It's really sweet. It's pretty sweet. I don't know where to rank this though. Like it's pretty good. The Shirley temples thing, but I think it still ranks below the time Kwame Brown became enraged at a French restaurant because they didn't have French dressing. <laughs> that's really true. Yeah, That's a true story. <laughs> uh, I think that's still number one in my all time uncultured NBA po- player power rankings. Uh, okay. Ed, good stuff. Excellent sports stories as always. Something I need to talk to you about. What? You, and I don't know if you can, if you can understand this because you're a father of sons. Okay. I, I have a daughter mm-hmm. and it's hard to explain. I also have a son, but I have a daughter and it's hard to explain. There's a special bond between a father and daughter. Yeah. And there's just a certain like understanding that you have that she is your little girl and you want to protect her. Your princess. Yeah. She's your princess. You want to keep her safe. And there comes a time in every man's life where he (laughs) needs to sit down with his daughter and demand that she pledge not to fuck any guys till she gets married. (laughs) And I don't, I'm not sure when that day is coming for me, but it did come just recently for some dude in Maryland bride gives dad quote purity certificate to prove she's a virgin. A Maryland bride presented her father with a quote certificate of purity at her wedding to prove she kept a promise she made to him as a 13 year old. Braylon Bowman pledged to her father, Michael Freeman, the founder and pastor of the spirit of the faith Christian center in Maryland that she would remain a virgin until marriage. Braylon, who married Timothy Bowman earlier this month, posted a photo a week ago of her dancing with her father at the wedding. In the caption, she explained why she chose to give her father a certificate. Quote, dancing with my first love, I was able to present a certificate of purity to him signed by my doctor Oh, that my hymen was still intact. She said in the post (laughs) also the covenant he gave me when I was 13, when you honor God, your life will automatically honor others. I love you, daddy. It's kind of nice of God to make sure that she never fell on her bike or any other like accidental (laughs) hymen breaking things. Yeah, that's true. I'm guessing she wasn't a horse rider. No, Ed, does this doctor also offer no blowjob certificates and definitive exit only proof for prospective <laughs> brides' anuses? <laughs> this doctor is a real piece of shit. If she handed yes. it, she handed him a certificate, like is he the Wizard of Oz? And f- <laughs> and for your of showing such bravery, cowardly lying, you get the certificate of courage, and you, Braylon. For your ability to give all the men in your life blue balls, I shall give you the certificate of intact hymen. Oh, so good. And 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 
she's making this promise to her dad when she's 13. I mean, think about what you cared about when you were 13. Yeah. Like, the, the world changes from 13 to adulthood. Big time. I was vigorously masturbating to Kirstie Alley. By the time I was an adult, right. she was disgusting. Yes, that's true. That's true. Imagine if you'd pledged yourself to Kirstie Alley at 13. <laughs> no! No. That would be awful. Um, it's always a little creepy when dads and their daughters have a little too close a relationship. Like, you right. just try to raise them right and hope they make good decisions. I'm not really going to concern myself with what's happening in my daughter's vagina at any given time. I'll just hope she does the right thing. Right. And, and makes, make, make some good choices. Makes, makes the right choices and doesn't Don't get need any, proof. Any don't trouble. need proof of those just good choices. I'll always be there for her, but I don't really need the status of her hymen at any point. No. <laughs> yeah, at, at this point and at every point, there's just no need for that update. Also, like... It's pretty much true that at least that the thing that I knew growing up was, and I didn't have experience with this firsthand, but the, the sort of like ultra religious girls that had sort of pledged, made a pledge. I mean, they were sucking dick like there was no tomorrow. Like they went, that, that doesn't compromise their virginity. They were doing things that didn't compromise their virginity. They were promiscuous in other ways. Well, I remember uh, freshman year of college, going back to our high school sweethearts thing, uh, there was a girl who had pledged uh, no no sex with her, you know, her hometown boyfriend, boyfriend, but she was, she was way into giving blowjobs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly right. Yeah. Technically, you're, you're doing just Still fine. Virgin. I'm an yeah. intact. Yeah. Ed, someone once told me, hey, that Ed Daly guy. He's got a pretty funny Instagram. <laughs> well, Ed, what? and it's true. You have a good Instagram, but whatever you have on there, it can't be near as interesting as what Puerto Rican Republican Senator Roberto <laughs> Arango had on his <laughs> grinder page because that was a selfie he took of his own asshole, Ed. Oh, my. When a Puerto Rican TV show confronted him, Arango neither confirmed nor denied making the profile, but offered this excuse instead. Uh-oh. You know, I've been losing weight. As I shed that weight, I've been taking pictures. I don't remember taking this particular picture, but I'm not going to say I didn't take it. I'd tell oh. you if I remembered taking the picture, but I don't. <laughs> Ed, why do... Republicans seem to secretly all love Dick. It is amazing. It's amazing. Also, if you just deny, even when there's proof. Yeah, deny. Just be like, I don't know what you're talking about. I have enemies. I really, I have enemies, and listen, photoshopping is a thing. Yes. And a lot, there's a lot of talented photoshoppers, but just deny. Politics is a dirty business. I or, don't remember if I took that picture. Yeah. Jeez Louise. Or, Go the other way and just admit that you love oh, cock. Yeah. yeah don't, true. Don't hide from yourself and, and then support all these anti-gay initiatives just to prove, just to really get out there and try to show people, hey, I'm super fucking hetero. I fucking hate gay people because it just makes you seem more gay. Yeah. And call, call me old-fashioned. Old fashioned. Yeah. But I, I prefer my 
politicians to just play it a little more demure. Like, just give me an apple bag shot. I don't need the exposed yes. asshole. Do do that. Do like the Brett Favre, where you're just get it, try to get a get a good angle on it. You know, like true, true. The, the, the ass. I mean, come on, you're a little too forward there. Just give give me an apple bag. Give me a wristwatch. That's give right. me you know the wristwatch over the over the wrist. Yeah, you know all the gays were swiping right for days on that grinder pick. That guy was a sure thing. Like he oh, didn't, of course. he didn't sign any purity pledges. His asshole was wide Certainly open in not. the picture. Certainly not. His his dad on the wedding day did not get that he's, that certificate. He's spreading it apart. Can can we assume he's a bottom? Like I didn't read the description on his grinder page. Can we go ahead and assume that he's a bottom? Maybe maybe if you know he wants to brag, he could be a power bottom. Oh, yeah. Uh, but it, it it is crazy though how many bad decisions like Anthony Weiner clearly had a problem because he got caught twice yeah but the you know the online activity I, I that's going to be the weird conversation having with my sons yeah. because I don't I, I I'm not going to I'm not going to have my head in the sand and think that bad decision I, you know things are going to happen. They're going to take pictures or do whatever. But like, just talking to them about like, just double check before you hit send on something, yeah. you know, really think, because it's, it's crazy how stupid these people are. No. Here's the advice you give. What? Jack off first. That's true. If you're That's thinking true. anything you're thinking about doing, if you're thinking you're, you're about to send that dick pic to some chick, you're about to write a love letter, whatever it is. Whatever you're thinking about, just go jerk off. Once you're done, see how you feel about sending that asshole pic. You might not be as excited to do that. You're probably like, hey, you know what? I'm, I'm good. Like, I don't need to show my asshole to the internet today. I just, I'm like feeling a lot more calm, a lot more relaxed right now. I just think I'm going to make a sandwich and watch a game. The, uh, the, if, if somebody wanted to bring me down and they're like trying to look at my most embarrassing online activities, I, I was thinking about this with the story coming up. And the worst thing that somebody could track down looking at my online activity is uh, one time I, I selected Clash of the Titans on Netflix and I watched like 15 minutes of it. <laughs> That's awful. That's I'm awful. Pretty, pretty embarrassed by it. It was, it was a bad 15 Harry, minutes. Harry Hamlin. Yeah. No, it was the new. Oh, they remade new it. You they remade the it. So I was like, I was like, oh, what? You know that there was the commercial where uh, I think it was uh, Liam Neeson was like, release the Kraken. Yeah, yeah. So, so I, you know, was just on Netflix and I saw it and gave it a shot and pretty embarrassed wow, about that. That is pretty embarrassing. Ed. That's, that's, I mean, that's not, you don't own Troy on DVD, but. <laughs> You're not far away. You're in the not far park. away. It, but yeah, that's somewhere between owning Troy on DVD and uh, ha- spreading your ass. On, that's right. On, that's, uh, yes, it's, it's it's somewhere in the mix. Mm-hmm. Okay, Ed, it's time. We haven't done this in a while, but I, I figured it was time to bust it out. There were so many good stories this week. We got to we got to mention a few people, and why not throw them in the mix in what we like to call here the million dollar baller battle. That's right, Ed. Uh, okay, this week we found out a f- about a few different people. First of all, the woman who was annoyed with her neighbors, so she left them notes saying that their children, quote, 
looked delicious. Oh. Uh, I'm not. I'm not sure if this was Florida. Might have been. Um, this might have been Minnesota, Minnesota for some reason. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Champlin, Minnesota. Thirty-eight-year-old woman was arrested and has admitted sending anonymous threats to a family that said she wanted to taste and lick their children. Ed. Oh no. Police say the woman was upset because the children made noise and left items in her yard. Well, she had a reason to be upset. Carrie Pernula was arrested Friday and faces possible charges of gross misdemeanor, terroristic threats, and stalking. Okay, we know about her. Here's another one. Creep. A 15-year-old Spokane, Washington, Ed, Ed, appeared in Spokane Superior Court Thursday to face charges of running a prostitution empire. Wow. But... I'm just thinking, you know, paper routes are a thing of the past. It's true. This guy was making, this guy once bragged about making $1,000 in only eight hours. Jeez. Also. 15. Also smacking around the girls who wouldn't listen. Police say, he's not named because he's a minor. Police say DH and his 17-year-old brother TH were pimping out kids and making lots of money doing it, Ed. Wow. He also is accused of using or along with one of his prostitute employees attacking one of the Johns, beating his ass and robbing him of $400. Then Ed, we have the story of Tony Lee who was swimming off the coast of Oahu this week when he was attacked by a tiger shark quote. Wow. I had goggles on so I could see everything really clearly. And I kept thinking, that if I just punched him enough, he would let me go. He pulled me down one last time, so I reached out and put my finger in his eye, and I just pulled out his eyeball. And then he let go. I got to the surface. I was holding his eyeball, and then, you know, I let it go, treading water. Some doubt has been cast on the, by scientists yeah. on his ability to actually pull out a shark's eye. <laughs> People who write to Penthouse Forum are, are calling bullshit on that one. Right. He did get his leg bitten off, so that's something to consider okay. because, Ed, Tony Lee, the sh- shark bite guy who ripped out the eye, DH, the 15-year-old pimp, and Carrie – what was her name? Carrie Pernula. Ed, they all get in an elevator on the, on the lobby level. Mm-hmm. That elevator is bound for the 15th floor. There's a fight to the death inside the elevator. When it arrives at the 15th floor, who is left standing? Well, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wait a week, but I, yeah. I know my answer. I have, I have an answer as well. I'm, I, I want some answers from you guys. 949-464-TBLS. Who do you like in the Million Dollar Baller Battle? Or send us an email, mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com. Let us know who you got joining us now everybody's favorite part of the show a lot of people very bummed that she did not participate in the uh future day episode of course i'm talking about our very own 
baller lifestyle pop culture correspondent. It's her segment. It is Fancy Pop. She is Fancy Sauce. She joins us now. How you doing, Fancy? Hey, is that right? Was, was hey, I missed? Hey, you, were, you were missed. You were mentioned Aww. in emails. People wanted to know where you Thanks, were. Fans. They think it's a function of you being Australian I'm, or something. I missed you too. Yeah. I, I'd, I'd had a, a minor surgery. That's right. And I'd been put under. Yes. And I was feeling a little... Um, Sleepy and we're not and, woozy. and we're not feeling like watching the movies. I was not all, fit for yes. All okay. Yeah. Yes, all, all, all okay. All good. Uh, okay, Kate. What? Oh, first we have some minor life coaching. Let's get to this. <clears throat> uh, well, he's he's actually only asking Ed. This is this is from our. This is from <laughs> our never wait, good idea. Get, watch- Ed gets his own live yeah, coaching is, questions now. This is from our own our hard, our hardest listener what Wayne. A, what and, a horrible idea to only ask me. Like how how yes. can you be a heart the hardest? He, you're listening the hardest. He's been locked up. Oh, he's yeah. the no, hardest. No, he's, no, he's, <laughs> he's officially he's, certified yeah. as the hard AF. Excuse he's been locked me. up yeah. on okay. multiple yeah. occasions. Yeah. Ed. What the fuck do I do? My wife loves plays and now is now working as a stage manager. It sucked. It was for six weeks, and she would leave for practice or the show when I got home from work Monday through Friday, which means I had to take care of the kids, three and six, by myself. I was her babysitter and roommate. Thankfully, the practices are over, and the quote, I like how you put it in quotes, the performances will be this weekend. (laughs) In quotes. However, she did a great job and is being asked to manage another. We have talked about it, and I'm okay with her managing again because I do like my alone time, but I don't want to be a single parent again. I told her if she does this again, we are hiring a nanny for two or three nights. Thoughts, suggestions, hashtag team current episode. Well. You're 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 in, you're in deep with with the theater thing. Yeah, he's he's brought up a it. couple a times passion. like it's 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 yeah. her passion, and you're just gonna have to figure out a way to to manage this because it's not going away. It's true. Uh, if you're gonna hire a nanny, I think another thing we've established: make her ugly. Yes, obviously, a lot, lot of trouble. Yes, lot of trouble there. Fat and ugly. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I don't know what you do. I mean. Yeah, he's in. T- he's in a tough spot. Kate McManus, the woman's perspective. I'll just say this: your wife's a genius. She's gotten out of all those nighttime duties yeah. and put them on you. Yeah. So I have to applaud her. I've I've been through that. You know, yep. when the, when the missus travels, I, I go through that sometimes for a week at a time, a long two time. weeks. It can be tough. Yeah. But uh, but you know, you're, hey, you, it's your wife. You're if, gonna have to. Yeah. If you guys out. can afford it, get get some help. Well, here's the thing. Ed gets paid back. He may not make it equal, but if his wife's been out of town on business and she comes back, Ed is off doing shit. He's watching the Maryland game at a bar by himself. Yeah, I mean, he's, it's... He's buying beers for the homeless. That's how it should be. Like, it's give and take, you know? It's give and take. That's, so that's what, what a marriage is. I would say you got to support your wife. She's got something she's obviously very passionate about. Yeah, I mean, you can't tell her she can't do that. Just let her know, hey... You know, we, there needs to be some give and take here. Right. I wouldn't expect you Little reciprocation. Yeah, to, to, to be alone with these kids all the time, just like I'm not. Um, I'm going to go do Now that you're off on a break from this play or whatever, I'm going to go do what I want to do. I'm right. going to go do the kind of things that Wayne in Nashville gets up to on his own. Yeah. yeah, Wayne. Guy who knows how to appreciate freedom. He knows how to have a good time. Right. He, he knows what life on the inside is like. That's right. So he knows how to have fun on the outside. I think he's. I think he's mellowed out. We hope he doesn't um, 
end up in the back seat of our other Nashville listener. Don't get in trouble. Comanche Poon squad car. Out there, Wayne. Because we have the hardest listener, and then we also have a cop, both from Nashville. Oh, we do? They've never met. But you should also have a deal that just because she has a passion for theater doesn't mean that all of a sudden these songs have to be played in your in your Yeah, your I home. mean... What I, th- happens I think at work this has been an issue before. I think he's mentioned that the, the singing and dancing has infected his life. Like this, these plays are are lots happening for Wayne. Yeah, these jazz hands have affected the uh, the state of Tennessee. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Here's another one, <clears throat> guys. I may need to be in for some life coaching help, or maybe exposing more people for shaming. To tell you the truth, this concept is so far out of my wheelhouse. I just don't know which way it would go. I had some discussions with two different neighbors this past weekend, which is probably the root cause of the issue, as I probably should have just stayed home. Always good advice. Yeah. But I digress. Each of these people talked about their kids in college or just being far away and missing them, so I innocently asked, do you keep up with them on Facebook or Skype? You would have thought I had asked how long their mother had been a whore. They gave me a look of disgust and explained that they did not participate in that. I had no idea I was living next to I'm too good for social media people. They cited all the deviants out there that would immediately try to commit sexual assault on them as soon as they hit the registration button. But ignoring the fact that they could both pass for Marla Hooch's stunt double. I don't know. Can somebody Google that for me? They Then they acted all judgmental towards me for being okay with all the terms and conditions listed in the Facebook user agreement. Like oh Zuckerberg is going to storm our houses any day now and revoke the Third Amendment, allowing his employees full access to our homes, guns, and freedoms. Am I missing something here? Are they on to something that's going to be the social norm? And they are ahead of the crowd? No. Or are these too good for social media people just whack jobs? Thanks again for your help. Hashtag team current episode. Hashtag team every episode. Hashtag team TBL Hall of Famer. Until next time, at rights of bill. I I just think you just got to not speak to your neighbors ever again. These people are weirdos. Neighbors are there. There's so much downside and such limited upside. How many? How many people do you know are like really buddies with their neighbor? No, nobody. When you say you have a good neighbor, it's usually because like they don't ask yeah. shit of you. Yeah, they don't borrow things. In Australia, when I was growing up, our neighbors were really good friends with my parents, and they were really cool people. And they used to come over and yeah. drink wine and yeah. beers and stuff. Isn't that a big show in, in Australia? Neighbors. Yeah, yeah, Neighbors. Neighbors was, is a big show. We love our Neighbors. Wasn't Hugh Jackman on Neighbors? Um, was he? He might probably. Oh, Everyone's probably. been on Neighbors. I Googled Marla Hooch. Who is she? I, I, I did too. She's the ugly chick from League of Her Own. I'm like, I don't oh, watch sports know. movies. I definitely Rosie don't watch O'Donnell? baseball movies with Rosie O'Donnell. So I never watched a League of Their Own. You've, you've seen this. And I never her, will. The actress's name is Megan Cavanaugh. Yeah. And like, you've seen her and stuff. She's like a yeah. bug-eyed kind of woman yeah she she can't be any less attractive than your Lori, neighbors than are Lori like petty let me tell you who your neighbors are bill yeah. your neighbors are those real stupid people yeah. that are constantly um falling for those facebook yes. warnings nigerian like, princes no no the ones where no, the ones say, copy and paste they're, they're where they're like facebook's gonna start charging yes. tomorrow yes. unless you copy and paste this into your status um your neighbors are are stupid and yeah. if they were on Facebook, those are the type of messages they'd be copying, right. pasting. Right. Anyway. 
Sorry yeah, about your neighbors. There's no need to be afraid of of no. social media. It's if you're not into it, just don't do it. But like, like and be, if you don't understand something, that's fine. But like, don't go off on a tangent about all the stuff no. that social media. You obviously have no idea what you're talking about. Yes, agreed. Okay, we got more. Hello, coaches. Need your help with the situation. I'll be direct. Got invited to a Halloween party where costumes are highly encouraged. Note that I'm in my early 50s and most people will be 40 plus to make matters more unbearable. The hosts are good friends of my wife and otherwise a fun crowd to hang out with in a quote normal party atmosphere. This is the second year this happened. I managed to grind through last year by putting on a baseball hat and team jersey. FYI, the only setting in which I will wear a team jersey. The attendees range from enthusiastic, homemade, elaborate costume with mechanical moving parts. Oh, that person should be on a watch list. To moderate Ben Roethlisberger jersey, i.e. dressed as a rapist. So I was thinking I would dust off the cap jersey and just plan on getting loaded when my wife texted the following. Hippie Samaris are inmates for Halloween. Couple's costume. I'm pretty sure you can understand the depth of my problem. I feel the three of you are uniquely qualified to provide guidance on this matter and appreciate any advice. Keep up the good work on the pod and website. Len in PA. You guys have thoughts? Hold on. Clarify this. He, the, his wife wants him to do a couple's. Yes, couple's costume. Okay. I think you're just going to have to roll with it, yeah. as horrendous as it sounds. Yeah. Otherwise, like, it's one of those things when if you can't beat him, join him. You're just going to have to like tell her to pick something cool, run it by you. She organizes it. You put the put the yep. clothes on, show up, yep. and get loaded. It's worse if it's worse if you don't resist. Don't, don't fight it. Won't, it won't be I, I think. Uh, he, I mean, there can be some really lame things, but I think based on when I would when I went to like bars on Halloween, those are actually some of the, it like to go to a party for a costume party. I would dread more going to a party where there's nothing, at least there's like a conversation that you can have. Like when, when you, yeah, when it's you, an icebreaker, yeah. Yeah, it's, 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 it's actually makes it kind of easier. Like, all right, and you, you can know, act go, like a fool. Uh, with your go costume go on. just get shit faced and totally. dress like a gorilla. Like, I, who cares? I once went to a, costume party where I did not wear a costume and I could not have felt like a bigger fucking fool because a lot of people would come be, come up to me and be like what and what are you what do you what's what's that also you're that asshole that didn't dress up yeah right I'm you're that not, asshole that too, didn't dress up like, too don't cool go to for Halloween because nobody's too it. cool for yeah. like nobody's too cool for anything like, yes. just put on the costume and go with it because then it's just one more distraction from yeah. having to like have bullshit chit chat and also if you hate costume parties and dressing up that much just yeah. don't go yeah get a divorce um but the, don't go and not in costume yeah. that's that's the worst of all I mean about it I haven't dressed up in about a decade or maybe longer, maybe like 15 years. But last time I did, I think I went as young John McEnroe, and it was a pretty – I got to wear short shorts. Yeah, and you can have funny conversations about McEnroe. Yeah, hold up socks. Like it was a pretty – it was a hit. Yeah. It was a popular costume. You would be a good Guy Fieri for Halloween. Yeah. That would be funny. Yeah, I would. Uh, yeah, Len, just – just, uh, Dress up. Oh, and he hashtags team current episode, team every episode, team replay every episode. Good guy. Don't hey, know the Do us a favor. Will you um, tweet us a picture of your costume? Yeah, good idea. We, we would like to see. Team Friday facts. Okay, one more. 
Brian and Ed, what's up, guys? Just wanted to relay a quick story about an old man at my gym. After finishing up the normal Thursday weight sesh last week, I can't... Hang on, hang on. You could pause it here. Yeah. Just knowing that an old man at the gym is coming, we know what's coming. Yeah, we now. know We know exactly what's happening. I've never witnessed this, but <laughs> I, I hear about it a lot. I don't know what's coming. I, I like that this guy's doing, doing weight sessions. Like, what's... You doing legs that day? You doing... You do a deadlift? Chest. Ten shoulders. Yeah, back. Shoulders. Thighs. Presses. Some snatches. Uh, I came out of the shower back into the locker room area to find a silver fox blow-drying his ball sack. He had one foot on the sink counter, hand on hip, and the other blow-drying his balls. I couldn't comprehend the audacity of this tool. Please let me know the level of shame this octogenarian deserves. I think I might have mistakenly walked into Rain City Jacks and not my gym. Thanks for the help. Keep up the good work and tell the sound editor to fix Ed's audio on the pod. Oh, this that's the last time I read this guy's email. <laughs> that's that's from Jay in Denver. I've heard about this a lot. I don't go to the kind of gym where you do uh, but we've talked about this before on the show, right? Yeah, like, we've talked about it plenty. The, these these guys are monsters. Yeah. And it I guess I think the last time we brought it up, I said this is a self-selecting crew of the people who show their dicks. But old guys are just, they're, they're all assholes. Yeah. Every single one of them. No, they don't care. They, they don't give a fuck. And as you get a little older, you notice that you give less of a fuck. These guys get into their 70s, and they don't give a shit about anything. And you guys think you guys will be any different when you're in your 70s? Well, I'm not. I'm not. I don't think I'll use a blow dryer for any hair on you my body. You don't know. Oh, no, because I've... Too. I've I have subpar genitalia, so I'm yeah, not going to be taking true. it out that's at every, I am every team, turn. I'm team blow dry your, your genitals. In public? Sure, why not? Oh, what? my God, Kate. Oh, no, team monster. Although, like, when broads do it, it's, like, a little bit different. It's maybe yeah. because their stuff is like a lot more palatable than yeah, all blow dry guys' areas. stuff. Men, men are disgusting. Men are super gross. They're super gross. They're blow drying their dicks. Uh, okay, guys. That would make me laugh. Good life coaching that. questions this week. Anybody that wants to reach out, please do so at mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com or via the voicemail 949-464-TBLS. Kate, what is going on in the world of pop culture? What is happening in Fancy Pop? Are you guys Halle Berry fans? I yeah. Am. Yeah, I'm a fan. She is divorcing that Frenchman, oh, that yeah, Frenchman. Yeah. After only two years, Olivier Martinez, she's going to be back on the market. Didn't what? Ed, didn't you have some inside information that Olivier Martinez has just absolutely he, dog shit yeah, breath? He's got he's got breath that can knock a buzzard off a shit wagon. Um, <laughs> yeah, the uh, a friend of mine worked on that movie uh, with Diane Lane. Where oh. he the like an affair with Richard Gere. Diane Lane is just a fantastic piece of ass. Remember, remember she was Richard cheating on yes. Gear with that guy, and no. then Gear kills him. I can picture the movie. I don't know what it's called. But Unfaithful, maybe yeah, something like that. D- Diane but anyway. Lane likes to get very Unfaithful. sexual. She likes to was get it? very se- sexual yeah. in the movies. And she, she had to get shit faced before the sex scenes, and yeah. the because he had bad breath. Yeah, because he had horrible breath. She mm. was the one to file, citing irreconcilable differences. Maybe yeah. should have, she should have cited terrible breath. Yeah, he also yeah. he also used to be this Olivier Martinez used to be a boxer and beat the shit out of her last right. French boyfriend. This is her second, Gabriel Aubrey her second failed relationship with a French speaking gentleman. Yes, she's a, she's a little frog happy. Um, huh? She broke things off with. French Canadian model Gabriel Aubrey, yeah. who Martinez allegedly 
feet up yeah. in a round of front yard. He tuned him up. Day, yeah. Thanksgiving Day fisticuffs yeah. in 2012. Yeah. Um, and Barry and Aubrey are still battling over custody of their yeah. seven-year-old yeah. daughter. Because well, she, she has to she pay has him a, like 16 grand a month. I think they, uh, she and Olivia have a yeah. two-year-old. So, hey, anyway. back on the market. Who who do we see her pairing up with? I think she's in her late forties. Who still looking good, but fit body, super but, fit body. But the problem is, she's got to be annoying because there are so many guys that would be killing to yes. stay with her, and she, she is just running through guys. That's true. That's there true. are a lot of relationships. Well, she picks and, the wrong guys. Remember that Eric Benet, Eric Benoit. She, her picker is broken. She shouldn't get her married. Picker is yeah. That is was the, that yeah. was that the guy who looked like he had a, a sharpie beard? You know I who? Think so. Yeah, he had yeah, dreads. Like, look, it, it didn't look right. Like it looked and, like somebody sharpied his beard. And, and he was a sex addict. But don't forget that Kylie Minogue was with Olivia Martinez before Halle yeah. Berry for a long time. Uh, Kylie Minogue, another just fantastic so piece of So I'm ass. thinking that just he is the dud here. Nice little apple bottom on that Kylie Minogue. Yeah. She's yeah. Australian. But what, yes. Yeah. Right. That's, Moving on. Uh, okay. Good. Hopefully she moves. She finds love with yeah, the younger sure. man. Hopefully. Yeah. Um, in this next segment titled Things I Can't Even Deal With. Oh, we've we're, we've added a segment to the program. Yeah. <laughs> oh, things I can't even deal with. We'll have to get well, first sound. First of all, for that. I can't deal with the way she spells her name. Zoe is it Zoe or Zooey? Why do you have two O's in your name? Mm, Zooey Zo- Deschanel. Z- Zoe is Z O E Y. Well, what is Z double O E Y? Apparently, that's also Zoe. Well, I'm gonna. Well, I pronounce that's, that's her name. Parents. That's I, parents. I pronounce her name yeah. Zooey. So, yeah. Okay. So Zooey and her husband Jacob Petchenik have named their daughter. Elsie Otter. Otter Els- like the first Elsie animal. Otter? Like, yeah. em- like Emmett Otter like in his jug uh, band. L.C. Like Elsie, but L.C. No, like no. Like Sea Otter. Oh, L.C.? Uh, like the ocean? No, the word's like Elsie, but I think oh, the, I think L-C the thing is, is that the second part of Elsie sounds C, like sea. Like ocean. And then her middle uh, name is Otter. Get it? Otter's an animal. That's not good. No. Uh, speaking of otters, Tell a me. few years ago, like, yeah, maybe three years ago, I saw at Target Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas, and yeah. I was like, oh, I liked this as a kid, and I bought it for my son, and it was the worst piece of shit I've ever seen. I, it was like one one of those DVDs for three ninety nine. Yeah. I, I just terrible. I had a similar experience. I, um, I tried to play it for my kids a couple Christmases ago on Netflix, and like two minutes in, they're like, do we have to keep watching this? Like... <laughs> It's awful. We, we're just going to not watch this if it's cool. It's not good. Um, Do you want an explanation? Otters, are they not ripe with herpes? Aren't they one of those? Are they like, are, are they like, um, they are, are they like, what are those, what are those bears from where you're from? Ko- koalas. Aren't yeah. they like koalas where they're just loaded with AIDS? I've never heard that. Uh, I could be wrong. Oh uh, yeah. T- tell us the reason. Sure, well, she says, quote, I love otters. She's going to love them, meaning her daughter. Uh, we just really like the name Elsie, and then we both love otters because they're so sweet and also smart. Wow. They use tools. They keep wow. their favorite tools. They hold hands while they sleep. Uh, There's so many amazing things about otters. They're oh wonderful animals. God. You know what she's going to love? Therapy. Yeah. Her da- I bet her daughter's going to yeah, hate you know otters because that's her middle name. You know what she's not going to have? A purity pledge. <laughs> 
<laughs> She's going to be getting revenge at mom right yeah. around her 13th birthday. No question. Uh, okay, Kate, that, that was a, not a very uplifting story. Continue. Yeah, that was a horrible story. Yeah. That's that horror. Kind of a bummer I like too. elephants. I might skip the next story. It's, okay. kind of a, it's kind of a downer. All right. Do, oh, use, here's a story. Use your judgment. Here's a story. This seg- file under really stupid stuff. Okay. Okay. This is another right. new segment you're introducing to the show? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> stupid shit. Okay, stupid shit. Rapid Tiger and girlfriend uh. Kylie Jenner are the proud new parents of a very expensive puppy. A Merle Tri English Bulldog showed up on their door- doorstep Thursday night with the help of shrinkables.com. This fuck? dog didn't come cheap. It was apparently worth 50 Thousand That's impossible. U.S. dollars. We're told it was given to them as a gift by Jeremy Green, the CEO of Pink you Tank, could, an could, app both helped launch to success. You could get a, you could get BMW so a, for that. Much. It was a thank you present. A puppy, apparently. And I don't know what dog is worth fifty thousand dollars. How is it worth fifty thousand dollars? BMW doesn't. What piss makes on the it? Rug. What makes it worth fifty thousand dollars? Nothing. Just giving it to an idiot. Going, hey, hey, stupid! This thing's worth and, fifty thousand dollars, and this this thing well, has been bred been like, so much it can't breathe and will die in like two, of course, three yes, years. Yes, it's going to be at if the you're vet say 50K, every day. K, let's just be like, this puppy's worth two million dollars. Yeah, I've just exactly. given you a really baller present. Yes. It's two million dollar dog. Yeah, why stop at fifty k? Uh, stupid people. That's stupid people. What else, Kate? Um, Lark, Lark. Voorhees oh, Ed used to saved, masturbate to her. Saved by the Bell. I did. Ed. I did. Do you remember when I told you guys about um, she got married in Vegas to some weirdo that oh, she yes, met we, on Facebook? That's when, that's when and we found he, and he, he, would, was, he was in the Crips. Crips or har- Bloods? Yeah. yeah, and then he would harass the mom. Like, they lived with yeah. the mom. And yeah, they lived. Would, yo, like, yo bitch, I don't him, want pancakes He would, like, hide morning. in the closet yes. and stuff, and he wouldn't yes. leave when she asked him to. Yes, he would hide under the bed. For some reason, Lark Voorhees, who has to have some Saved by the Bell money, like, that show plays and fucking reruns yeah. thousands of times every day. She lives with her mother. Well, and, I think she's unwell. And then why. she got married. Right. She got married to a guy from the Crips. Who, she, and, and, and he moved Facebook. in with the mom. Yeah, he moved in because he had no he had no gainful Jim, employment. Jimmy Green. Yeah, and Mother, he would motherfucker, like motherfucker. I don't want Canadian bacon with my breakfast. Yes, you guys are going to be shocked to hear this. But tell um, us, tell Lark us. has filed for a divorce. Wow. Oh, those kids didn't make it? She's asking the court to cut any chances of spousal support for Jimmy. Ugh, that's awful. Jimmy. Terrible news. Fires back, tells TMZ his marriage to Lark has been a nightmare from the beginning, and Lark's mom was a big part of their issues because she wanted to get him to... DTFO well, it was her fucking house. Um, he says the only reason Lark filed for divorce first was because he didn't know how to do it. Maybe. Oh, right. Well, that doesn't surprise <laughs> you me. Figure out how to, maybe how you, to want, you want to know what? Maybe uh, Lark's uh, in the uh, bloods. You, you know, you want to know when someone's crazy is look at a still photo of Lark Voorhees and it looks like her eyes are still moving yes. when, when you see it. Right. Like that's, that's like when you know somebody's crazy. She's got crazy you, eyes. The eyes follow yeah. you around they the can't She's focus. got, she's got one of those Scooby-Doo painting eyes. Like they just, they follow you there. She's got crazy eyes. There's no escaping that when those eyes are like that, you know, the person's nuts. Yeah, that's absolutely the case. Also, she was really into screech powers back in the day and he's locked up. Yeah, he's he's Screech a bad still dude. has a chance now. Yeah, he could get he could get back this with could her. Could be the happy ending that you guys have all 
wanted. That would be I've great. never but, watched no, Saved by the Bell, no. so. But it's crazy. Like I was, we've talked about it. I used to, I used to, uh, you know, think about Lark, and now while you masturbated, you, you think now about it with your hand. I'm above her on the food chain. Yeah. I'm above her. Yeah, it's a you've shame. Passed her. I passed Christy Alley. Yeah. Passed her. Uh, yeah. About All right. Too. Yeah. I, I I've got a bad I've got bad news for Kate Upton. I'm going to be past her pretty that's soon. True. That's true. I, I've uh-huh. surpassed all, all of the women I like. Yes. <laughs> uh, okay, continue, Kate. Um, my last story. Last story. I've caught one. Yeah. I've caught one that was a downer. Yeah. Seems like you really want to talk about it. Do you want to say what it was? Bring the downer back. Yeah. Can't be worse than Otter as a name. Yes. Well. Or Lark Vory's marrying into the crypts. Well, it was about how Hayden... <laughs> Panettiere. Do you know who that is? Oh, she has she's, she's with Klitschko. She's, she's, she's that she's little with actress. Right? She's little. Yeah. She's like five one, and yeah. she's married to that big um, boxer. Vita- is he Ukrainian? Yeah, Vitaly Klitschko. She might, it might be the other one. Flat? No, it is Vitaly. I yeah. think it's Vitaly. Vitaly. How, t- how tall was I think, he? Be? I believe he's six feet seven. And yeah. how like how many pounds? Like two hundred and seventy pounds. Two sixty. She, she's like five one, yeah. and probably no. one yeah. hundred pounds. One fifteen. I mean, he's got to be packing too much cock for her. Oh my goodness! Just, she she's, she birthed his child. She has to she be can, getting. She carried no him, birthed his child every time. You know what? She After having sex with him, birthing a yeah. child must have been like a cough yeah. for her. So she um, unfortunately is suffering from postpartum depression. Mm, not to be trifled with. Don't don't the, tell Tom Cruise that. The story <laughs> here is that you you are so glib. You are so glib. You don't know the history of psychology. I do. Woo-hoo, yeah. Wow. Remember he went after Brooke Shields. <laughs> yes. She came yeah. back. He, yes, he she shamed back. her for saying yes. that. I wish he would start talking crazy again. Yeah. He's moving to Florida to be closer to the center. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so the story is she yes. her character on Nashville is also uh. suffering. From postpartum depression. Yeah. In a um I know that unfortunately. <laughs> I actually I'm actually aware of what is up with her character on in Nashville. A strange blurring of the line. Oh no. Yeah. Really? It's, uh, yeah, it's really unfortunate. Oh, um, we we talked about uh, hang on, we're talking about if Nashville's up, uh, another woman who's aging well, Connie Britton. Oh, she looks fantastic. She's my TV mom. She well, when she was when her. she was on Spin City, not that right. attractive. Gets better with age. Very attractive. She's a she's a Mary Steenburgen type. Yes. Good point. Tammy Taylor, my TV mom yeah. forever. Good point. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah. we wish Hayden Panettiere all the best, and we hope that she um, absolutely. Is That's a real thing because it's postpartum yeah. depression is no joke. You Got to get your hormones leveled out. All right. Yeah. Over the weekend, mm-hmm. new Daily Show host Trevor Noah performed a short stand-up set at um, a convention center here in Los Angeles called Politicon. There he did a bit about the varying extremes of racism he's experienced across America, which was insightful, but also nearly an exact replica of a decades-old Dave Chappelle joke. I'm sure you guys have heard about this. Uh, yep. Um, if you haven't seen the two bits, you can watch them online and compare. Um, I don't know. What do you guys think? I think there's a couple of explanations here. Well, at first, I thought okay, – I knew the bit because it's on Dave Chappelle's first HBO special. Which is a classic. It's called. Yeah. Uh, is this killing him softly? Killing him softly. Yeah. Does it at DC in DC? Apparently, DC is a big place to do a. Comedy That's where special. bring the pain was. Also, bring pain. Center. No, don't play it because I won't. I have to edit it into the show. Uh, I thought. Well, this is just one of those th- 
premises that's like not a really original premise. It's just about being racist, mm-hmm. you know, about, about how yeah. racism is presented to you in a very obvious way when you're black. Uh, but then I was listening to Joe Rogan, who is a comedian and is much more an expert on this than I am and on his podcast. And he said, there's no question that he stole the bit that the way that the way the bit was presented, that it had sort of the, it was constructed. the same cadence mm-hmm. that just a couple of the words were changed that he, he reckons that this Trevor Noah guy is a little bit of a lightweight in the standup department and has pro- probably does this a lot. Cribs, old people's people's old bits and uses them yeah. himself thinks that and old, now he's just so gotten old caught that people will have forgotten right and he's Sithifican. he's from Sithifica. and down there Sithifica. like no one your comedy is only just stays in Sithifica. so no one would know if he's stolen bits oh, because it's he doesn't know it's about like, the internet it's kind of like australia it's like that way down there at the we don't bottom. have the internet yeah down like there. no one knows what's happening no. down there. No. Nobody, nobody even thinks about so, it i don't know i haven't i haven't watched the tri- the daily show with this guy i feel like he's like he's like the rebound guy you know, like, it's like you, I feel like he's a lightweight, you get out of it. I feel like he's a lightweight you, to follow John Stewart. You get out of I, I haven't, I haven't seen the clip either, yeah. but I will say that there, there are probably a ton of different times where I could be accused of stealing something where I kind of, somebody has said something and it stuck with me and I, I kind of riffed on it and not knowing that I was ripping something Same. off. So sure. I, I think we're all products of, you know, what, what we surround ourselves with. So, like, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't seen that thing, but, like, yeah, I, I, I'm sure jokes I've made on this show have been sort of riffs on something Louis C.K. said once upon a time. Yeah, you know? people that resonate with you. Right. Yeah. But That's true. I think that, Brian, your point about the joke and the construction and the cadence right. and all of that yeah. points a little more to – yeah. Ripping a joke But off. I feel like... Then something that you've absorbed and kind of regurgitated yeah, yeah, years later yeah. with your own experience thrown yeah. in. But, I, you know, I could see it both ways. Yeah, me I too. I mean, it, it must be hard. I don't know. I, I'm sure comedians get yeah. accused of this kind of stuff a, a lot, lot. Mm-hmm. and it's it probably is tough. I don't know this so. Noah guy. Um, We'll have to check Trevor Noah out and yeah. see what we yeah. think. I'll, I'll, I'll make a review of my myself. But uh, that's... Fancy pop. Is that for, it, Kate? That's fancy pop oh, for this week. Excellent. The last week in, of October. Excellent job. The last week of daylight saving. Oh, so depressing. Oh, I love Ed, it so much. Yeah, More yeah, darkness. We would too. Yeah. Yes, Ed loves I daylight. Do, I do love it. I just fall. saw that today, and I was like, "This is great." No, it's so it. it's so dark in the morning right Hate now. It. Oh, it's awful. So it's it's warm here, Brian, but the sun's Brian not can't out. See in the morning. Yeah, and he tries to give me a. A kiss goodbye because oh, he leaves for work while I'm me. still sleeping, yeah. and I get like faces. Like my face gets all palmed. Okay, and poked. all right, all right. What's so going on like, there with those kisses? He's trying to figure out where my let's, cheek is. Let's not get too inside. Poking and prodding going on there. Yeah, don't give away my secret. Next, next you're gonna explain my this, making technique. This is yeah. this is it's fantastic weather. Yeah, sixty Stop. degrees, uh, jeans and t-shirt weather Stop is perfect. Sick. Jeans and t-shirt in 60 degrees. You mean jeans and t-shirt and then a parka over the top. (laughs) I was in jeans and a t-shirt today and it was like 61 degrees. It was perfect. No, you had your hands dug way down in your pockets and you were trying to shield your skin against the the frigid (laughs) cold of 60 degrees. Oh, so cold. Okay. 
that's enough of our East Coast West Coast beef. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's us uh, doing our Biggie Tupac thing. Exactly. Okay. Excellent job, guys. Thank you very much, Cato, for your fantastic fancy hey, pop report. You know what? It's, except for that otter thing, I'm going to be sad about Awful. that, that was for depressing. a week. That was a much more depressing otter. than the divorce yeah. and the postpartum depression. Yeah. yeah, that was real sad. Ed, fantastic job as always. Me, great job, me. So great job, us. For Ed Daly, for Kate McManus, I'm Brian Beckner. This is the Baller Lifestyle Podcast from theballerlifestyle.com. We will see you next week. Goodbye. You know when you order a new video game, or a golf club, or a blender, and then it arrives at your door, you get a little thrill. Imagine how much more thrilling it is when you order a new car. With Nissan at Home, you can shop for the perfect ride and order it without ever having to go anywhere. Sure beats a golf club or a blender. Buy a new car entirely online with Nissan at Home. Deliver direct from dealer to driveway. Thrill starts here. Services may vary at participating dealers subject to applicable lossy dealer for details. Hello, Discover here to explain our cash back match. Here's how it works. We give you cash back for using your Discover card on the things you were going to buy anyway. Then we match that cash back in your first year. And that's why we call it cash back match. Now to recap and say cash back one more time. We match all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year automatically. Discover, exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply.